Listen, uh, I think we all deserve a little bit of warm weather whenever I am getting ready for the summer. I do tend to. That's when I get my nails did. I go to one of those places. I get my toenails. I'm a pedicure girl. So it's like I get the, uh, the, the nails painted on the toes, get the pedicure done. Uh, before I go away south for a winter vacation or in the summer. Otherwise, I'm just like rocking it au naturel. But people that go into these uh, places tend to notice, and it's unavoidable, and this is pre-pandemic, that some of the workers are wearing masks. And I've always thought, what do you know that I don't know? Well, according to a study out of UFT, uh, nail technicians at discount salons are exposed to high levels of hazardous chemicals commonly used, get this, as flame retardants. And that's not it. Here to talk about what uh, she and the team have learned, environmental chemist Miriam Diamond. She's co-author of the study and a professor at the University of Toronto. Miriam, it's always good to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me what motivated this study. Was it similar to, you know, my query as well? What do you know that I don't know that have you wearing masks? Uh, we know that a bunch of personal care products can, can contain hazardous chemicals. There's long been a push to remove hazardous, product, hazardous chemicals from personal care products, like nail products, like even, even shampoos and cosmetics. So um, we thought that nail technicians in discount salons might be exposed. And indeed, that's what we found. Was that based on, I mean, people just going in and anecdotally saying, yeah, well, there's a, quite a scent of chemicals in this uh, nail salon. Was we there any, very, anything that motivated it? Oh, I'm sorry. We were very grateful to work with the Healthy Nail Salons Network in Toronto. Okay. So it took um, a number of years to cultivate that relationship. We listened to the nail salon technicians. This story is all about the nail salon technicians and ah. their health. We're not concerned about um, the health of the clients, about exposures of clients, because you're in and out fairly quickly. And by the way, I'm really glad that you go to a nail salon. These are people that are very proud of their work. They do great work. And our study is meant to support the health of the workers. Okay. And it is very important. A lot of these workers uh, are, you know, they continue to work through the pandemic. Now let's talk about your findings because you found not only flame retardants, but other kind of chemicals at high levels. Can you, can you discuss what you found in these nail salons? Yes. Let's start with what we expected to find. We expected to find some higher levels of chemicals that are used as plasticizers. For example, just think of how the nail polish sort of goes on your nail and is kind of smooth and has that plastic finish to it. That's conferred by uh, a group of chemicals that might be added called phthalates. And they're added to give that sort of plasticky finish. Well, it's well known in the scientific literature that a bunch of those chemicals can cause adverse effects. So we expected to find elevated levels of those chemicals. And indeed, we did. We found levels that are about two to three times higher than in typical Toronto homes. And why would we have these in our homes? Because they're used so extensively as plasticizers. So think about um, uh, like a vinyl-covered uh, vinyl, uh, couch or a chair, or think about uh, vinyl tiles, or think about 
anything that's vinyl um, and is flexible. They're mm-hmm. no longer in um, those lovely yellow rubber ducks. They, uh, these plasticizers used to be in them, but Canada has restricted the use of these plasticizers in um, items that children can be exposed to. Now, I want to say just one other thing mm-hmm. that we expected to, um, we were pleased not to find higher levels of one of these plasticizers that's listed on the Canadian Cosmetics Hot List. So that's a list that's maintained under the Food and Drug Act by Health Canada, and it says that this particular chemical with the short form DEHP should not be added to personal care products, cosmetics. And, it, you know, great news, we mm-hmm. didn't find elevated levels of this one particular chemical, but we found higher levels of other plasticizers. Yeah, apparently you found uh, levels of uh, 100 times higher uh, than in uh, an average home of of flame retardants. We've talked about flame retardants before and how dangerous they are to the health of people. Now, when you talk about uh, the fact that this is all about the technicians, the nail technicians and their health, they're in uh, working on people's nails, you know, for the entire shift. Are these chemicals, uh, because you say they're not, uh, they don't pose a huge threat to clients at these discount nail salons. It's the people working there. Is it the fact that they're in the air that is uh, dangerous? Where's the uh, problem with exposure? Or could it just be even handling these chemicals? The biggest problem we think is by inhalation, is by breathing in the chemicals. Mm -hmm. And you could just imagine, right, the nail technician is sort of huddled over, working very close by both either your um, fingernails or your toenails. So in really close proximity to the source of the chemicals, which is um, from the personal care products, we think, for at least for the plasticizers. You mentioned the high levels of the flame retardants. Yeah. Well, that's the, the source of those chemicals is a mystery. We don't know where they're coming from. Wow. Yeah, and that was that was the most surprising part of our study. Because they're not labeled on anything? Like did you when you conducted this study, did you go through the labeling on all of the chemicals they're using as well? We did not go through the labeling. Um some of the chemicals may be listed on the labels, but that's still the labeling allows an individual to see what's on it, but you need to know what's hazardous. Mm-hmm. And when you're working in an occupational setting, as you said, the nail technicians are there for hours and yeah. days upon days. So the labeling is often intended for individual use. Where you're using oh, okay, so they may not find it at a commercial level. You might not see all the labeling on that. Yeah. The other thing to note, and we did not, I want to be uh, clear here, we did not look at the labels. But yes. in a previous study we did looking at PFAS, which is the, those forever, the forever chemicals, we found PFAS in a wide variety of cosmetics. They were we not talked about this label. before. Yeah, we talked about this before. I think I had you on the show to exactly, talk about that. Yeah. And I think it's so important because, you know, a lot of our listeners, you know, some might be thinking, why are we talking about nails and nail technicians? These places were busy throughout the pandemic. I remember during the pandemic when things were closing down, people were losing their minds thinking, I'm not going to be able to get my nails done. And, you know, so these people still continued to work, um, some of them going underground uh, among health risks. It's really important that we make sure these health risks are uh, taken out of the equation of people trying to make a living. So where's the solution? Where do you go now with the information you've you've uh, collected? 
Yes, thanks. Two things. Number one, we want industry to be making safer products. So by industry, I mean the, um, the chemical manufacturers, the product formulators, and the retailers. So a bunch of retailers have taken positive steps to remove hazardous products off their shelves. So number one, industry, please Mm -hmm. step up. We know that some of you have. We need more action on this. The second point is that we do need better government surveillance. We need surveillance of occupational settings like this. This is not, occupational exposures have not been well considered uh, through government oversight, either provincial or federal. We're hoping that's going to change with some, with the introduction of legislation into the Senate quite recently that revamps the Canadian Environmental Protection Act, which gives authority for the government to address some of these chemicals. Mm-hmm. Miriam, I uh, I hope your study basically makes the working environment safer for you know everybody in Canada, especially these nail technicians. Nobody should have to work in a dangerous situation around uh, chemicals that are bad for them. I appreciate the work you do and you sharing uh, the study with us. And thank you so much for bringing this to to your audience. Thank you. You're welcome. Miriam Diamond is co-author of the study out of the University of Toronto, and she's also an environmental chemist.